envision yourself being an apprentice. You're in school to be a surgeon, but you've gotten the opportunity, or you've been given the opportunity, excuse me, to learn and actually practice surgery under a real surgeon at a hospital, you name it. Now, imagine it's your first day on the job, right? You're, you're not getting paid or anything. You're an apprentice. You're just there to learn and watch because you're still in school studying it, right? And then the doctor that you're assigned to or the surgeon who's about to show you, you know, your first open heart surgery and things like that, they come in and they have a black eye and you're like, okay, whatever, right? You, you saw, you've seen some things around, you know, the internet and stuff like that about the black eye and all that. And you go with the doctor to the surgery. They cut open the body because it's an open heart surgery. And what you can see is that the heart is so deeply ingrained with the different veins and things like that to obviously pump blood. Now, you might be saying, Dave, that's a bit of a cheesy example. Well, I bring this up, guys, because in terms of the black eye part, we're going to be covering that in the members only episode. Unfortunately, I can't expand on that publicly on Patreon. Uh, I mean, on here, but I will be able to do that on Patreon. But what I'm saying is that there's nothing like actually visualizing something in, you know, in rather than seeing it in real life. You know, you can look at all the pictures in the world of, you know, someone with a heart and veins and, you know, the body cut open, but nothing beats seeing it in reality. Now, before I go on, I just want to give a handful of shout outs to Bailey and Squatch for their ideas, research, and for also helping me to understand things better as well. I would like to thank the both of you. And I'd also like to give shout outs to Liam, Luke Garfoot, and Ronan Art and Music. Thank you guys so much for watching. I really appreciate it. So, there is a lot to talk about in today's episode. I hope I can cover all of it. Now, Tunnel 13, the stealth veins that initiate the Black Fall Protocol, and in brackets, a subglobal underground network. Now, you might be thinking, Dave, is this another one of your deep underground military base episodes? Not exactly. It's a little bit deeper than that, literally and metaphorically. I'm not even joking. So first off, what we have to understand is the reason why I gave the example of the heart in the beginning and, you know, the surgery and all that is because the earth is a living being. And you might be saying, Dave, yes, we all know this. Granted, I understand that and I respect that. Just putting it out there. However, there's certain parts of the deep underground military bases that go far deeper than anything on land or even within water, even deeper, I would dare to say, than Agartha to the very core of the earth because it actually is connected deeply to the way in which certain frequential biosignals are given off. So let me explain that. Every 20 years... All right, to the day, to the very second, there are very strange anomalistic occurrences that, that seem to be given off in terms of electromagnetic energy all across the earth, and it can only be detailed within space from space satellites, right? And you'll be seeing why some of the satellites that were shown on, on footage got taken down on Patreon and stuff. But anyways, that's a different, a bit of a different topic. But the point is, is that there is a sub underground system that basically has to be built in correspondence with the heartbeat of the earth, which only beats once every 20 years. Now, I'm not saying a literal heart, but there is something that is harnessing plasma consciousness energy that emits this type of frequencies and radiations, which allow for certain pulsar waves and certain energies to be activated for a split moment every 20 years. Now, there's so much to that, but first off, let me just say that veins, because I'm sure many of you will ask, stands for ventricular. Ventricularly based 
economalcy, not economically, but economalcy, intercontinental navigations. Now, it has been very strongly argued that the metaphorical energy-based heart of the Earth, if you want to call it, is actually situated within that of the Bermuda Triangle, and we'll see that based on some images that we'll be looking at shortly as well, too. But, at the same time, the Blackfall Protocol, as mentioned in the title, is the protocol that is mentioned and or used when humans are at a very, I guess we could say, high-tension state of diplomacy with the shapeshifters. And again, we could say reptilians, you name it. There are a handful of other extraterrestrial species that have partnered with the shapeshifters as well, such as the tall greys and you name it. However, the... Errol woman, or the shapeshifter Errol, from, if you remember from a, an episode a couple weeks ago, mentioned this as well when she gave an interview, interview to a journalist that mysteriously disappeared about 20 years ago. But the point here is this. Earth has a 20-year rhythmic heartbeat that emits frequencies that are optimized, which I just mentioned. However, they're optimized for stargate integration, which is why there is always, every 20 years, there's always some type of necessary or vital war that major countries have to get involved in. And I'm not saying the United States, by the way. I'm not trying to, you know, shit on them or whatever, part of my English. I'm saying in general, notice how every 20 years to the date... All right. There seems to be some type of major world country justifying some type of reason to go into certain countries. It is because every time Earth's energy heart, we'll just call it the heart for the sake of this episode, beats and gives off these frequencies, it enables certain extraterrestrials with negative or self-serving agendas to actually enforce some of the, I guess we could say, manipulative genetic experiments, if you will, that humans and other, you know, Nordics and what have you have been preventing them from doing. But here's the thing. It's kind of like, you know, with a human body, when the heart beats, you know, the blood gets pumped out to, into the veins, into the body and stuff. You can't stop that from happening. You know what I mean? Just like when you perform surgery or you have surgery done, the surgeons have to accommodate to the human body, not the other way around, which is why I said at the beginning of this episode, the subterranean system far beneath the deep underground military bases has to conform to that of Earth's rhythmic and energetic heartbeat similar to the DART episode from two or three months ago, direct access routing transportation, I talked about very quickly for those who are not familiar with it, there are certain parts of space where there are certain frequencies and energies that seem to allow for UFO craft to actually work, uh, travel a lot quicker, excuse me, and act as a sort of intergalactic highway, if you will. The same thing is applied here on Earth. And really, when we look at things like Walter Russell's The Universal One, Project Carrot, I can name many different things over and over again. It is symbolic with that of the representation of the cosmos and what i mean by that is this if there are for example quicker ways or frequency or energy beams that allow for different craft to travel much quicker around space why wouldn't there be on earth you see what I'm saying? Now, it has also been proposed that this metaphorical heart or where most of the plasma consciousness is, as a matter of fact, emits from the Bermuda Triangle, which is why UFOs have always been seen going to and from underwater there, not just because of bases. There are bases there, but... Again, we can look at articles of, you know, pyramids being found on the Bermuda Triangle or things like this and you name it. But also what it mainly has to do with is orgone energy or the ether. Now, I want to start off by referencing this article very, uh, very strongly, but very, um, I guess we could say foundationally, if you will. But let's just let's take a look here. This is according to tearingdownstrongholds.com. The White House is going to ban orgone. This is out of Rahm Emanuel's office in Chicago. I got a heads up from a person out there. The TSA, now this was when Obama was still in the, in the White House. This is not a political episode, but we have to read and call things as they are. The TSA is working with the White House to find a way to make Orgone destructive so they can ban it. They're going to close off a portion of Chicago O'Hare International Airport 
support so they can test different ways to make bombs and use it as a way for a false flag to blame the orgone like the orgone energy or the ether energy if you will i've been warning people i see them banning it in the codes and that's huge confirmation now this is the part where i'd like to thank bailey because i want to bring this into a the, the fact that there is a psychological warfare aspect to this, but there is a massive battle going on around the world in many different ways, technological, spiritual, and things like this. Now, I want to mention something. This has to do with life in general, but we have to bring it up. When human beings or the culture of humanity moves quicker than that of, uh, sorry, when the technology, my apologies, moves quicker than that of the understanding of society of human beings, so when the technology evolves faster than the culture, which is what evidently has occurred publicly in the last 20 years, ironically, keep the member the number 20 you know the heartbeat right it creates massive massive problems and so what has to be done here is this if you subscribe to the possibility that we live within you know a matrix or an extremely advanced simulation what we can understand is that the simulation adjusts itself based on certain events and ways of thinking within the orgone or ether realm of consciousness which is why this particular article is so important however the thing that i want to say as a part of all of this again thanks to Bailey, is that when we take a look at the PSYOP part of the movies and Hollywood and, you know, a deep state infiltration and things like this, what they're doing is they're seeding our consciousness with things that they want us to think, especially within our subconscious, because when things and ideas get implanted into our subconscious, it alters the mathematical formulation of the dest. I, I don't want to use the word destiny, but again, we can, because that's a very general word, but I guess I'm going to have to use that in terms of the destiny and the way in which this particular dimension is going to go. Because again, as, thanks to Bailey as well too, a lot of remote viewers have actually seen alternate universes or alternate realities. And that's why the CIA never shut down their remote viewing program. They need remote viewers not just to spy on other countries as to what's going on right now, but because the remote viewers can see alternate realities. And so we'll be looking at some of that in our Patreon, some of the documents. And it's interesting, the CIA releases some of them, but they make the documents handwritten and very scribbly and stuff like that. I'd like to thank Genius for sending me that as well, because they do this on purpose. And I know it sounds silly, but who's going to bother to read a bunch of handwriting? Let's be honest here. You know what I mean? The CIA document is not a typed up document. It is a handwritten document that took me like, I think, two or three hours to really decrypt and figure out because the handwriting was so sloppy. But anyways, they basically are given these certain coordinates, but within a different universe. And it uses Alice to change the frequential biosignals that this heartbeat is given out through the subterranean global system within the shapeshifters dimension, uh, the shapeshifters areas underground and the humans. And here's the thing. The humans cannot close off this type of subterranean global network, which is why the Blackfall protocol is actually in place. Because again, this is what warns the Andromedan Council, the Galactic Federation, and you name it. Now, as I was saying about the remote viewing what then happens there is the cia the you know the, the supervisors ask the remote viewers they say okay what do you see in this reality what do you see if this happens and they then filter down that information into hollywood as well as to bollywood and india by the way and many mainstream tv stations around the world why because and i'll tell you why you guys ever notice that there are certain shows that are allowed in countries like russia and china and you can never explain why it's because again it's very simple the leaders of these countries are human just like you and I. The only way they can continue to have power on this planet and, con and continue to, you know, continue on their uh, further their puppet show, if you will, metaphorically and literally too, is by keeping people alive. I mean, yes, there is depopulation and all that, but by keeping people alive, what then happens is that nobody 
no world leader, uh, President Xi, President Putin, all these guys, they don't want uh, Kim Jong-un. They, well, maybe him. he's different. But anyways, they don't want the rest of the world to basically, you know, bl- uh, blow up and die, which is why it's in everyone's best interest to allow for the psychological warfare and predictive programming aspect to be filtered through in certain countries where, because, you know, sometimes you might go to Russia, for example, and say, wait a minute, how come in Russia we can get these two or three channels from, you know, back, back home, wherever you're from, but everything else is blocked out. It's very particular, guys. This is very orchestrated and we have to be very vigilant. Now, uh, the next thing I want to mention too is that if you type in on Google, sub-global underground network what you're going to find is this this is a great front cover for all of it what you're going to find is ecosystems assessments.net advice and support for completing sub-global ecosystem assessments now i'm not saying this is a front i have no proof of that or evidence i'm just saying this is a great way to cover certain things up now the next things the next thing i want to look at here too is that this is according to newshub.co.nz and i quote aliens are breeding with humans to survive climate apocalypse says professor A professor from Oxford University has reportedly claimed invisible alien bugs are interbreeding with humans in an attempt to save both species. Now, here's the interesting thing, end quote. I want to mention something very particular here to all the people, not you guys, because you're probably not thinking this, but to all the people that say, oh, where's the evidence of aliens in the in, in the STEM system, you know, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, in the academia system, where are all the, you know, the acknowledgements, if you will, because I don't see any, that's what people will say, right? Well, just because you didn't see it on CNN or New York Times doesn't mean it's not there, or just because it's, you know, on the ninth page of Vanity Fair or GQ magazine or whatever doesn't mean it's not there. Guys, this is a professional professor from Oxford Oxford University all right and if you take a look at this article here he admits it he goes listen he says the same thing as the former Canadian defense minister, Paul Hellyer, who talked about four to five different species uh, interacting with humans, which again has to do with the Council of Five episode yesterday. And also the former Israeli space minister who said the same thing. He goes, listen, I got nothing to lose by saying this at this point. I have my degrees. People respect me. I don't care. If you want to call me senile or look for any excuse, he doesn't care. So again, this professor from Oxford, he said the same thing. You guys see what I'm saying here? It's right in front of our faces. It's, it's literally right there. This is not even some random, you know, blog, website, or whatever. This is newshub.co. Like, I, I don't know how much more in our face we can get. And they're throwing this in our face because, again, there's just so much there. And they, they fully say it. And even if you watch the video here, I'm not going to play just for the sake of time. But you watch the video, and the professor says, the CNN, um, I think it was, sorry, 60 Minutes interviewer says, what if people call you crazy? He goes, I don't care. He goes, enough people understand this and believe me. Now, let's substantiate what he's saying. Let's take a look. This is according to GregoryHerald.com. Again, not exactly a mainstream media website, but let's take a look here. Coexisting, sorry, new evidence in 2017 confirms supernatural beings are coexisting with us here on Earth. And take a look. I'll be putting up, there's a handful of images. These are spiritual beings or interdimensional beings, if you will, that are trying to infiltrate. Now, the question then becomes, they're trying to infiltrate the energetic composition of humanity on this planet. But the question then becomes, is it for a good thing or a bad thing and this is where the blackfall protocol comes in because when humans particularly you know um Israel, uh, Britain, you know, the UK, United States, when they look and they say, okay, we can't tell if this interdimensional energy is good or not, that's when the Black Fall Protocol is enacted, because if it is for a negative purpose, these shapeshifters can send these interdimensional beings through the subterranean network and harness the, 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 the metaphorical plasma consciousness of the heart within the Bermuda Triangle to literally do whatever they want, and that's why that occurs. And that's why we call it as well, that's why it's referred to as veins, because again, it's the veins that 
that connect to the heart. You see what I'm saying here? And so we look at all of this, and then it's kind of like, okay, this may in fact be something legitimate. Now, what's also interesting is that they attach themselves to the orgone. So let's think about it like this. If, if these interdimensional beings were doing something of good purpose, if you will, then it's a great thing because they're essentially attaching themselves to the orgone or the ether of, you know, again, as I always say, of what makes up the reality or the physical fabric, if you want to call it. Reality might not be the best word of this dimension. You see what I'm saying? But if it's for a bad reason, again, that's when the Blackfall Protocol comes in too. Now, the next thing I want to mention as well too is that if we take a look at the Solway, uh, sorry, the Solway Firth Spaceman, this is where it's going to get interesting as well because we're going to find that there's a, again, there's a bit of a darker side to this, but we'll be covering all this in the um, in the the members only episode. So according to WeirdWorld.net, the Solway Firth Spaceman refers to a photo taken by local historian, photographer, and f- and sorry, former Jim Templeton on. 23rd of May, 1964, keep this this in mind, guys. Also, the number 20, notice how, you know, 20 and back and that whole thing, too. Maybe that's a coincidence, but I'm just saying. Jim was with his five-year-old daughter and wife on a trip to Bergmarsh on the Solway Firth in what was then Cumberland. He took three photos of his daughter Elizabeth that day in a similar pose, but received an unexpected shock when the photos were developed. The middle picture of the three appeared to show a spaceman-type figure at a strange angle behind Elizabeth's head. At the time, Jim said there were two old ladies sitting in a car at the other end of the marsh from their location. Other than that, he did not recall seeing anyone in the area. Experts at Kodak, by the way, guys, listen to this. Experts at Kodak examined the photo, confirmed that it was genuine, and had not been altered in any way, end quote. Now, this is, again, where... You know, we talk about the unexplained and we see through, you know, the, the psychological programming of it down the road in the long term is as we see nowadays, you know, like Netflix documentaries of out of body experiences. Doctors on the public level are just discovering it. What do you mean they're just discovering it? It's been going on for a long time. But hold on. This is the more important thing. Like I said, May 23rd, 1964. Why is that date significant? All right, because it is the same time a Stargate was allegedly opened on May 23rd, 1944, 20 years prior. So it's possible this picture was taken right when the Earth was emitting the bio signals that it gives off every 20 years when its heart, its, its heart beats, so to speak. And this enabled for the camera to detect certain interdimensional beings that otherwise would not have been detected. You see what I'm saying here? And it's almost like when we take a look here... By the way, at by the way, the Solway Fourth Spaceman, you can check it out on Wikipedia too. It's it's pretty public, and w- which kind of surprises me. But I guess because there's no proof, that's why they kind of just let it go. But anyways, if we take a look here at AliensResearchFederation.com. Underground alien bases, locations and map on Google Earth. Notice how there is a vast connection to that of the Bermuda Triangle. I'm putting up the picture right now. Notice that. Why, why is that the case if the Bermuda Triangle is not significant, right? And we could say, you know, Bermuda Triangle was, was where Atlantis was and things like this. But again, at the end of the day, we have to consider all of the options. Now, here's the other thing as well, too. As I mentioned, the subglobal system had to have been built relative to that of Earth's rhythmic heartbeat. But there's a darker side to that as well, which we'll be jumping into on the, uh, the Patreon, too. Now, when it comes to seeding consciousness and applying this type of ability, it, it, is, it is literally a constant battle between the shapes shapeshifters between the humans between the different alliances the secret space programs the subterranean or sorry the subglobal underground network my apologies is literally what ties it all in physically energetically metaphorically 
and psychologically. It ties everything in. If we think the deep underground military bases are cool and secret, you got to see the sub-global underground network. This is just the start, guys. Like, this is just... I'm not saying this is for bad, but I don't necessarily know if it's for a good purpose either. It's very possible the sub-global underground network is indeed necessary. But again, we look at previous episodes that I just recently did of, you know, diplomats speaking to journalists totally off the record, saying that, yes, the sub-global underground network works. You see what I'm saying? So, And it exists. So, let me know what you guys think, and we will catch you all tomorrow. Cheers.